Hello, friends. My name is Marcy Youngster, and you are listening to the Catholic Whisperer Podcast. This channel will be about discussing how to live your faith, love your family, and create a life of fulfillment by becoming your very best and helping everyone in your path. Hello, my precious friends. I'm back with another episode. And today I'm going to be talking about some things that are very passionately, closely held deep within my heart that I'm going to literally take a key and open my heart and just be very vulnerable and share with you things that I think about. And hopefully one or more of my ideas will inspire you to take action. My theme today is come home for Christmas. Now, I'm not sure how you celebrate Christmas, but as a child in St. Louis, growing up in a quite formal family, our Christmas table was a really big deal. My mother went all out. She put on a linen tablecloth that was freshly ironed, our finest china, our finest sterling silver, My grandmother and grandfather always came. I was always dressed in a little velvet dress with little white socks and black patent leather, shiny shoes. My hair was curled. It was a very formal dinner. And as I've gotten older, I've tried to maintain those traditions. It's somewhat a little difficult because the world has become much more casual. So I do my best. But the reason I'm bringing this up is uh, I have 10 children in a combined family. And this particular year, some of the children won't be present, which, of course, is a cause for some sadness. When someone is not around the banquet table for a big feast like Christmas, their presence is missed and it's noted that someone isn't here. Um. So one of my children told me the other day he couldn't come because his girlfriend wanted him to go to her parents' home. And because they had been at our house for Thanksgiving, she assumed that would be okay. And I was very saddened. I actually started to cry because uh, this was a child that could be here, but was making the choice not to be there because of an invitation to be elsewhere. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because my whole theme of come home for Christmas is about coming home to the Catholic Church this Christmas. And like my child, perhaps you aren't planning to go home for Christmas because you've received invitations to be elsewhere. And so the purpose of my talk today is to share just a few thoughts about why I hope you will make the choice. You will change your plans if you have plans to be elsewhere, and you will come home to the Catholic Church for Christmas. I want to take you back in time. 
If you're like many Catholics, you were baptized as an infant, but perhaps you were baptized at a later age. And as you know, when you were baptized, you went from being a creature of God to becoming a child of God. I remember being taught in the first grade by the nuns that by my baptism, I was now a future princess of heaven. Ooh, the title just made me think, ooh, I'm very special. And I was also informed I'm an ambassador of heaven. Ooh, that sounds very, very important and lofty. I wasn't quite sure what it meant, but I knew that I was given an extraordinary dignity, something that I should be very grateful for, very proud of, and take great care to live the way a future princess of heaven would live. Now, as you know, when you are baptized, when an infant is baptized, when an adult is baptized, certain vows or promises are made. So in addition to the privileges of becoming a future prince or princess of heaven, our responsibilities, we make, we make vows to renounce Satan. We promise to carry the light of Christ. We care, we pledge to carry and wear the unsullied white garments of our baptism to be clean and fresh and white when we appear before the judgment seat of God, when we finally pass from this life. Now, many of us, most of us, all of us commit sins. Many of us wander a little bit. Many of us wander a lot. Many of us wander so far from the day of our baptism, that we might not even recall what the promises are. We might not even remember the moments because we might have been a baby and we might have had godparents who spoke our vows for us. Now, my point in all of this is, if you are baptized, you are a child of God. You can't erase that. I tell my friends who are baptized Catholics who say, oh, I'm not Catholic anymore. And I go, you can't wash that off. Original sin was already washed off, and now you are a child of God. You are a Catholic. And now you might not be living out your vows and and baptismal promises, but you are still a Catholic. So what I want to encourage you to do is to come back. And just like the famous Red Roof Inn commercial that always says, The light is always on. The light is always on in the Catholic Church for you. And what do I mean by that? I mean the little red sanctuary light that is lit next to the holy tabernacle in every Catholic Church when the sacramental presence of Jesus is contained within the tabernacle. If that candle is lit, that means Jesus is there in the tabernacle. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. His glorified human body. The body that he had after the resurrection when he returned. His divine nature. His very divinity. His very soul. His eyes. His ears. His heart is beating. His hands are embraced, waiting for you to come home. Imagine the joy and the rejoicing if you have not been home for Christmas for, say, five years, and you come in the door. Just envision those Hallmark movies, those commercials, 
where the per- the son or daughter comes home and the mother and the father are crying and they're rejoicing and they're hugging and they might be jumping up and down and they're they're taking your hands and leading you to the sofa and they're getting you some eggnog and maybe champagne and the mother can't stop crying. I can just imagine how I would be. Well, my friends, when you cross the threshold into a Catholic church, if you haven't been there in a long time or for some time, I can 100% guarantee you that Jesus, his heart, his divine sacred heart is beating faster within the tabernacle. His eyes are blinking with tears. His hands are clasped together and he's raising his eyes to our eternal father in heaven. And he is praising God and rejoicing God. And he is exultant that you, one of his precious lambs, is coming home. Now, every Catholic church, because our Lord is present there, is filled with angels. Wherever our divine Redeemer goes, angels follow. And wherever Jesus is, his mother Mary is there. So you know that when you walk into that church, not only is Jesus rejoicing, Our Lady, can you imagine how Mama Mary is bustling to and fro and spiritually running to embrace you and to tidy your hair and to straighten your clothes and to whisper little words to you to get you ready to meet her divine son again? Why am I sharing all of this dramatic imagery? Because, my friend, when you go into a Catholic church, because it contains it within the tabernacle, the true presence of our Lord Jesus Christ, you are actually entering into the heavenly realm of heaven. You are literally stepping from the dirty, polluted, crowded, noisy, disjointed, sinful world of contagion, of filth, of arrogance, of pride, of sensuality. You are walking into holy air. You are breathing in a heavenly atmosphere. And the reason there is a holy water font when you first step into a Catholic church, borrowing from the Jewish tradition upon which Catholicism was founded, the Jews would bathe themselves, wash themselves before going into the temple. Well, Catholics, we make a reverent sign of the cross with holy water when we walk into a Catholic church. And what I like to say when I make the sign of the cross with the holy water, by dipping my finger into the holy water font, I say, by thy precious blood and this holy water, wash away my sins, O Lord. Now, holy water can remit, that means wash away your tiny little venial sins. But for serious sins, for mortal sins, it is necessary to confess them to Jesus through the sacrament of confession, where one of his ordained ministers standing in his place will listen to your sins and absolve you in the name of the church, in the name of Jesus. I like to envision when I go to confession, it's as though Jesus is sitting in a field on a rock and I go up to him and kneel down and confide to him and tell him my wounds and my sins and the things I'm sorry for. 
It's like my own personal coaching session, my mentor session with Jesus. But the difference here is that this is a sacrament. The sacrament that Jesus gave us, whereby when the priest says, I absolve you from your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, he is speaking in the name of God. And you know without a shadow of a doubt that your sins have been cleansed and washed away. I would highly encourage you to make a good, holy, sacramental confession as soon as possible, to prepare your soul for going home. There are many resources to help you do this, or find a good Catholic priest, or call a good Catholic friend. If you need help, you can reach out to me in Messenger on Facebook, and I can send you some resources. I just want to encourage you, come home for Christmas. And when I was a child, my mother would say, before we could come to our dinner table, wash your hands before dinner. And we would always have to show her our hands front and back. And we could not go to dinner until she said 100%. So she saw some dirt on our hands. We had to go wash them again. This is why when we approach the heavenly banquet, when we receive our Lord Jesus Christ in the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist, we want to be free of all mortal sin if we've had the misfortune to commit any. And uh, it's not necessary, of course, to go to the sacrament of confession for little tiny venial sins. A good, sincere act of contrition will suffice. And using the sacramentals of holy water also assist in that. I want to encourage you to raise your gaze to a higher dimension when you go into a Catholic church, when you go to a Holy Mass. And I want you to imagine, in the spirit of Christmas, that if you were to go to the manger in Bethlehem when Jesus was born, maybe you went there as the wise man, maybe you went there as a shepherd. I prefer to think of myself as being one of the children of the shepherds. But imagine you're there. Imagine you're one of the wise men, and you have followed all of the charts, and you've wandered far and wide on your camel. You've brought all of your servants. You have all of your gifts for the divine Christ child. You dismount from your camels. You're in absolute awe and wonder that you have found the promised foretold Messiah. After all of these years of studying, waiting, pondering, and traveling, you have finally arrived at this pivotal moment. And as you take your crowns off, and as you kneel before this divine Savior, your eyes of faith are opened, and you truly understand the mysteries of faith that you didn't really understand before. And imagine now, just imagine, if the Virgin Mary, the Virgin Mother, if she picked up her newborn Christ child, beautifully swaddled in his little swaddling clothes, if she had taken the Christ child and said to you, Would you like to hold him? Would you like to take him home? I'm sure you would be astonished. 
why on earth would she be offering to let you, a humble sinner, to hold her precious child, her precious newborn child? And why on earth would she even think to suggest that you could take him home with you, back to your far-off land? My friends, that is exactly what happens at every single Catholic Mass when you receive our Lord in Holy Communion. You are taking the Christ child into your heart and home. And when you get up from that church and you leave the church, it's like the wise men carrying the divine Christ child home to their far-off country. The difference is you are now taking him home to your world within your heart. And Mary is expecting you to take very good care of him in your heart, to talk to him, to whisper to him, to love him, to take great care to do nothing that will startle him, such as sins of thought, word, or deed. My friends, come home for Christmas this year. Jesus is waiting. The light is on. You've been very missed around the banquet table. Many people, due to COVID, started to watch Catholic Masses on their computers and television screens and iPhones. But my friends, that is not the same. That was allowed for a limited time because of the perceived urgency to not gather together. But my friends, that no longer is permissible. That no longer fulfills the moral obligation of a Catholic to attend Holy Mass every Sunday and every Holy Day. And also, when you watch on a screen, you are not in the physical sacramental presence of Jesus, nor are you able to receive him in Holy Communion, nor are you receiving the sacrament of confession. So my friends, I highly encourage you to ponder what I'm saying, research it, take it seriously, and do all that you can to learn more about your beautiful dignity as a child of God, as a Catholic destined for heaven. Remember, when you were baptized, you were saved. But salvation is a three-part process. We are saved when we're baptized, but we are living out our salvation each day of our lives as we stay on the path of salvation And then we are ultimately saved in our final moments of death if we have remained true and stayed on the path of salvation. Many people fall away, get lured away, fall into sin, get distracted, or just were never properly taught and they're not on the path of salvation. And my heartfelt prayer is that you We'll take some quiet time to meditate about what I'm saying. Better yet, go into a Catholic church and just go up into one of the front pews and spend some time in front of our Eucharistic Lord in total quiet and just listen. 
just listen and ponder and say, come Holy Spirit, talk to me. Tell me what you want me to do. As it says in the scriptures, speak Lord, for your servant heareth. My friends, if you come to the conclusion that you're going to come back to the church, would you do me an immense favor and send me a message so that I can say some special prayers for you on your renewed journey, so that I can write your name on one of the lambs in my little prayer journal where I will pray for you for the rest of my life. Once again, my friends, come home for Christmas. The light is on and Jesus and all of us Catholics are waiting for you to welcome you back. Amen.